0: Yo, yeah, what's good, everybody? Late night. Late night entry into the podcast. Just hop on here real quick after the Conor McGregor-Dustin Poirier fight. It was wild. Definitely a disappointing ending for a huge Irishman myself. Big fan. Bold uh, Conor McGregor. Dustin Poirier came out. Um, it looked like early in the fight that uh, McGregor was hitting him, hitting him pretty hard. Throwing that signature left is generating a lot of power from it. But Dustin Poirier is one of the strongest chins in the game. You can't really uh, stop Dustin Poirier. He almost walks into punches to set up his own. It's very impressive. Um, but yeah, he took down the king, the king in the sport, the guy who makes uh, who he moves the needle more than anybody else. Dana White was saying that it's uh, one of the second or third biggest pay-per-views they've had, and it's from an opponent who, Dustin Poirier, as good as he is, doesn't have the commercial success or the commercial appeal that a lot of other fighters, uh, Nate Diaz, is a Khabib, uh, maybe even Justin Gaethje's a little bit hotter of a name, but... It's just Conor brings the attention, he brings the draw, he brings the crowd. Conor McGregor on Fight Island, there's really not much uh, more that a UFC fan would want, especially the first fight back since the pandemic with some fans at it. It just adds another element to the game. But Conor started really well. It looked like... um, Looked like any old Connor fight. He was throwing all sorts of different things. You never know what he's going to throw. He's one of the most uh, versatile strikers and defenders. And it just, everything he throws hits with a thud. It uh, accumulates over time. But Justin, not Justin, uh, Dustin was getting those uh, low leg kicks in there. He almost, he hit that nerve that's right on that side of your knee. I don't know what it's called in the doctor. But some wild kicks a lot of kicks he just kept uh, kept doing them um and he was taking a lot of punches it looked like if connor there's a few times i don't know if he wobbled him but he definitely popped him he flashed him um and if connor was to double triple up and uh dustin might have went out early it looked like uh there's a few opportunities, a few missed opportunities. Conor McGregor was a little bit slower. It looked like the uh, ring rust was real. His inactivity, only three fights in what, four years? He's three and three in his last six. It definitely uh it's a sport that you need to be involved in. A sport that you need to keep uh keep going. Every fight you learn something new, every fight it sharpens the knife a little bit, it sharpens the blade. And Connor just uh, hasn't had that time in the cage. The more time you have in the cage, the more time you have not in the cage for a long time. Like even his fights, a few minutes here, they're all uh, finishes. They don't really go the distance. He doesn't spend that time. He even said it himself, you got to get comfy in there. It's a different feeling every time, every fight you have, every time two men step in the cage, you never know what's going to happen, but Connor took the L, Dustin got him with a bunch of leg kicks, he uh, hit him hard, he hit him all over, he uh, mixed in the takedowns early, but where do they go from here who's the next fight what's the next step for dustin his next fight obviously has to be a title fight he said himself tonight that he considers himself the champion connor on the other hand uh definitely needs to regroup sharpen the blade get back in the gym get back to work and uh figure out his next fight if Khabib vacates the belt, which it seems like he's going to, it doesn't seem like he has any interest of coming back to the UFC and fighting. He said he needed to be impressed to be lured back into the sport, and it doesn't seem like there was enough done in this fight or the other fight. Before it with uh, Hooker and Chandler. Chandler had a uh, impressive debut. We'll get that in a minute. For ne- for now, uh, we're talking Connor, what he's going to do next. The Ariel Helwani went on ESPN after and had a very good idea running back the Diaz fight, having a uh, McGregor Diaz round three, and or if Khabib vacates the belt, I think you can just go right back to McGregor Poirier three for the belt. Some people might not. Uh, think that's fair think that uh coming off a loss loss that uh, mcgregor deserves a title shot but they are one and one mcgregor is still the biggest star in the game but it, i don't know if it would be fair to dustin poirier to have won this fight one that he personally considers a title fight which i can agree with him it makes sense especially if khabib vacates the bell it's just almost disrespectful to the game for Khabib if he knew he was going to vacate the belt this whole time to not do it before this fight and allow McGregor and Poirier to fight it out for the title. Um, I'd like to see Poirier said uh, after the fight that he will not be fighting Chandler for the title. It's just uh, disrespectful to all the other fighters. Oliveira, Gaethje, they um, have put the time in in this sport. Chandler, although he's had a accomplished MMA career outside of the Octagon and other, and other promotions, this is his first. This is his UFC debut. He's literally 1-0 in the UFC, and although he did take out a high contender in Hooker, um, it would just be disrespectful to all 14, 15 guys in the lightweight division to let him run at the title literally after one shot without having to battle the UFC's toughest guys and go through the ranks. But yeah, for that fight, I think we all expected Connor to win even after the first round, even halfway through the second round. I think I th- expected Connor to win up until the point that Herb Dean jumped in and called it off and said, No more, Connor's done. But it was a good fight. They were exchanging blows, they were throwing shots. Like I said, Dustin literally likes to walk into punches to set up his own. Connor, although he did look slow, although the ring rust looked real, although the he just didn't look like himself. He was landing a lot of punches. He was doing the things that we do expect out of Connor. He wasn't. Uh, he wasn't checking the leg kicks well enough. He should have gotten gotten that leg turned a little bit more out outwards, so uh, the kicks were making contact with his shin and not his calf, and they were so perfectly placed leg kicks that it was hitting between the calf. And the shin. Brain right that nerve right on the side of the knee and just debilitated Connor's leg. He couldn't even uh, really get up off his chair. He kind of had to be helped up. He looked like uh, Patty Mahomes trying to get up there with a, a deer with a uh, bum leg. And that definitely took him down. That definitely was a detriment. The. The fight before it with uh, Hooker and Chandler—that was a uh, quick, quick exit. I was definitely uh, putting my money on Hooker. I definitely thought his experience in the octagon, his his chin—he's taken more shots to the face than uh, your average your average guy in the battles he's been in. The battle with Poirier um, was definitely—they continue exchanging, but. Dan Hooker just got uh, outmatched. He just didn't look like he was on the same level as Michael Chandler, which he might not be. Um, Chandler might be significantly better than most of the guys in that division, but it would. I, I do agree with Dustin Poirier. There's no reason that after his first fight in the UFC, he should have a shot at running it to the title, even if Khabib does vacate the title. Oliveira. Oliveira. Has been in that division for so long and hasn't gotten a shot at the title. He deserves it. Justin Gaethje, he did get a shot at the title. Wasn't able to hold it down. Wasn't able to do it. So I think the natural title fight if Khabib forfeits the belt would be Oliveira versus Poirier. Or... What I would like to see is uh, McGregor-Poirier 3. But if it is Oliveira-Poirier, then um, on the side, we could watch Diaz-McGregor. And then if uh, whoever wins that fight, Diaz versus McGregor, basically gets a rejuvenation of their career, because that would definitely be another box office appeal, prime time. Everybody would want to see the conclusion to the diaz McGregor fight, and even if it is, even if the fans have turned on McGregor, even if the fans don't think he's still got it, Nate Diaz is such a big name and such a big, uh, they're fighting. They're, both of their fights have led to both of their careers. They've both taken losses. They've both beaten each other once. It would just be the natural conclusion to the series, especially right now. Connor McGregor's down. Nate Diaz is down. He's been out of the game for a little bit. It would just be uh, whoever wins that basically gets to run it back up the ranks and see if they could compete for a title fight. I do believe that uh, Connor will be back. Everybody is so invested in the idea that this is boxing, that this, once you have a loss on your record, you're done. It's just not how it works. Connor has been three and three in his last six fights, which definitely doesn't help him. It's not ideal, but he's still young, he's still in his prime. as much as you can want to say he's bad, he looked bad, any of that, it's all nonsense because he didn't look bad he was a little bit slower his timing was a little bit off but that comes with the time not in the cage not in the octagon not slinging punches with another trained killer and Dustin Poirier's just had the volume he's been in the cage he's gotten comfortable he's comfortable being uncomfortable he's used to going deep the fight long ago, six years ago, was ended early. Um, since then, Poirier's been taking fights deep. He's uh, developed a chin that it doesn't seem like he'd even wobble the guy. Conor McGregor was thrown his best signature left hands. And although didn't have the juice that a typical Conor throw would have, it still had more power than probably most of that division. Um, he was still throwing, he still tagged him a bunch and it didn't seem, I mean, towards the end of the first round, Dustin was a little, uh, disoriented, miscombobulated, but he also, uh, was going into a fight with the biggest star whose legend has only grown in the last six years. Um, Conor McGregor in the last six years has become... A different animal not that he didn't have the appeal then he just wasn't a commercial across the entire globe now he's a international superstar his celebrity so big that it's intimidating he could uh, shake people literally just his aura the aura around him the draw that he brings the increased cameras in camp the increased photos you gotta do the increased interviews you gotta do everything you gotta do to promote the fight it could take a fighter's focus and drive and and even poirier mentioned himself he said the last two weeks just sitting in the hotel by himself thinking about what he's going into walking into the unknown he said that's a definition of bravery and he said he's brave man and he said he was uh he fell off, he felt flat, but he said as soon as they lock that cage door, as soon as you step on that canvas and you see, you look across the cage and you see another man, you got to just fight for your life, you got to fight for survival, you got to fight for something bigger. He's uh, He has his charity the uh, that's doing a lot of good work in the community. Teaming up with the Boys and Girls Club and such. They got a donation from Conor McGregor. five hundred grand before the fight. That'll uh, cover all their expenses, he said, for a good six months with the charity. But, I mean, for anybody who thinks that Conor McGregor is done. One, you don't know UFC. Two, you didn't watch the fight tonight. Because even in the first round, even any negative you want to draw to his performance, he's still... You still see the fire you still see the will to compete you still see the same old guy Connor that was in there and he was in unbelievable shape I don't think he get in better shape but his timing his ring presence his ability to read shots as they're coming in and respond it just was a little off he uh, there was just something off about his game and you could say that. And I agree, and it's correct, but it's not something that is a lingering effect, I don't think. I don't unless there's some type of mental switch that um maybe he doesn't have it mentally anymore. But that was just such a in fighting. Anything can happen. One shot can change everything. Dustin had the game plan was shooting the legs. He was uh having those leg kicks go straight into the side of his knee. That's a very Good target for a fighter. That uh, side of the leg, there's all those nerves there. It's right where the bone touches the muscle, and there's a little separation. And as soon as you get your shin bone right in between that and separated, it just starts swelling up immediately. You pinch that nerve, everything. You can't even uh, generate any lift in your foot anymore. That nerve goes all the way down right into your right into your foot, and yeah, just debilitated Connor's leg. Those kicks, um, Dustin just had the plan. His trainer was saying, "Stress the leg kicks, stress the leg kicks." His plan going in was not just the leg kicks, but he said he wanted to make it a true mixed martial arts fight. He wanted to be uh, standing up with him with his boxing. He wanted to take him down, which he did early. He was able to uh, surprise Connor with the takedown, and Connor was in the. Uh, his wrestling wasn't that impressive. It wasn't impressive at all. He was able to get out of it. He did, um, did hit him with a few good shots. While grappling. But other than that. I don't know. We'll see where they go next. It's about 4.20 in the morning. So this is long enough. But. Thanks for listening. That's what happens when you're not in the cage, Connor. He needs to be back in there. He needs to be giving the UFC fans what they want. He needs to be sharpening the blade. And he needs to regroup and get his get his career back on track. Because I know for a fact that he can and he will run back another title run. I mean, obviously anything can happen in fighting, but he's still the same Conor McGregor that we all know and love. I know uh, fight fans and everybody are so, what have you done for me lately in the moment? But that Conor, that Con- that fire that he always brings, that will to win, that dog he's got in him has not left. It's still there. He, um, He was humble in defeat, but he knows that he... There's a path. There's a path when asked about um, what the potential title fight is. If Khabib um, doesn't come back, he said, don't count me out. So that basically might mean in his mind that uh, it could be a tournament style up for grabs type of thing to get that title fight. Maybe him and Diaz go at it. Maybe him and Gaethje go at it. Maybe him and... Oliver go at it but I wouldn't like that I think Olivera should go against Poirier uh, maybe him and Michael Chandler go at it Chandler's got to get a few more fights he needs at least another fight or two before they can seriously consider letting him get a title shot especially after what Dustin Poirier said in his press conference he literally just flat out said I will not fight Michael Chandler which is wild but Dustin Poirier is the champion. This should have been the title fight, unless Khabib runs it back. And I really hope he does, because obviously Khabib's the most dominant fighter. He's the shack of the UFC. There's really no stopping Khabib. I would love to see the first person to do it. I would also love to see Khabib hit thirty zero, and then at that point, I just gotta we gotta see Khabib one more time. We gotta see him run it back that point he could uh ride off into the sunset or do whatever he wants to do but we definitely need to see him to defend that belt one more time but yeah let me know what you think let me know what you thought of the fight thanks for listening peace